I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. And you're listening to Convinced. So let's get them convinced. <clears throat> that's uh, that's my my wife's favorite uh, opening. Is the Did he say Venti Mocha? She so there it is. Every time she hears it, um, she, <laughs> she said, giggles to herself. Yeah, she doesn't like. She didn't know that it was me who was saying it. Um, she doesn't like the other one. The uh, I'm not conceited. I'm not. I'm convinced opening. But I feel like. The, the opening needs a lot more energy. I, I think I need more energy. I was listening to one of the podcasts and I thought I sounded just really like, hey, dude, it's like we've been smoking out of here, dude. So in uh, an effort to add more. And I also something, I don't know. Do you listen to the podcast at all? Have you listened? I do once in a while and I'll, I'll flip them on. I'll kind of skip through it. I don't listen to the whole thing. What annoying thing do you do that bugs you? I don't know. It's sometimes just the voice. <laughs> Like, is that what I sound like? Is that me? <laughs> really? You're at that. I, I mean, that's something that I remember as a kid listening to myself played back going, I sound dorky. You sound weird. Sort of twangy. Yeah. You're like, I didn't think I sounded like that. Um, now when I hear myself, I, I, I don't know, I guess maybe I'm used to hearing myself, uh, played back for various things. I'm like, okay, that's how I sound. I, I that's me now. That. I will accept it. Yeah. The thing that I do, uh, that I've noticed is exactly that, uh, um, um, yeah, if you give me something to read, I can read it without the ums. Or if I'm like pre-programmed, I'm going to stand in front of a bunch of people and I'm going to say something, which I've done before, and heard that back, I don't um all the time. But umming, in, when you and I are sitting here talking, is a way for me to think. It's I, I pause and I'm sort of... Finding the right word. In that moment, exactly. I am finding the right word. Uh, so it, there's another uh. So there, there tends to be. I, I now I'll point it out, and our five listeners will now be annoyed by <laughs> every it. time. Damn it! There he goes again. Yeah, there tends to be a, a bunch of ums. So that's one thing that bugs me. I I try when I'm combing after we record it. I sit and I go through it and I listen to it. Um, not the entire thing. I jump like every ten and twenty seconds uh, as I'm taking notes to write down the synopsis of what it's about. And while I'm doing that, if there are clear ums. <laughs> I'll pull them and not meditation. Um, exactly. I'll, um. I'll pull them out. Cause I'm just like, I sound like a moron. <laughs> anyway, what's new? Oh, not much. Uh. School's over. <laughs> that was a beer. Was that what that was? Finished off the, the beer. It is, uh, well, it is Friday night and we are, uh, you, it is Friday night at 10 o'clock and we're squeezing in, uh, pie, as many podcasts as we can before you go away for the summer. So uh, 78 days off. There's a reason to be a teacher right there. <laughs> it's probably, it probably should have been beer and it's actually our audience is probably surprised that it's Friday night at 10 o'clock and you're not drunk. Um, That's right. You were sober I'm, enough I'm, to come I'm, and podcast. I'm the party animal. Are you out of school now? I am. Well, yes and no. I, we are, kids are done. Graduation was yesterday. We had finals for the other kids uh, today. And then on Monday we have a contracted day, which means I have to go in and sign in and they can, do my checkout, which means they look at my keys and make sure I still have them and my grades are turned in, blah, 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 blah. And so I can be at school for like 15 minutes and still get my full day. What or I can take a day off and not get your full day. Well, like if I don't want to work Monday, go in there to sign in on Monday, uh -huh. like if you have a trip planned. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I have the, I have to take a sick day. So I could check out today and take oh. a sick day, but why would I bother taking a full <sighs> sick day if yeah. I get, if I can be there for like 10 minutes? Sure. What happens if you don't have your keys? They log them and say he doesn't have them. 
I mean, that's pretty much it. I, and make you new ones next year? Probably. They may have to rekey. There's, I'm sure if, if someone loses their keys, it's possible they may have to rekey a couple oh. locks. My, you know, my, the, the one into the, what they call the core, like the hallway, and then my room. How many keys do you have? Currently on mine, I have four, five. Jesus Christ. I have five keys, and that doesn't include like my filing cabinet and my closets in the, the room. They that's, should give you... They should pay you more. They should give you a raise for having to, you know, be that have responsible. To carry, exactly. I should not it's have a lot of to responsibility. carry that. I mean, I carry, uh, I think I, I have a key to my house, a key to my parents' house, and a key to Deanna's parents' house. Uh, that's it, I think. Oh, well, my, on my, on my On my key ring, I have, on my, my car, my truck, I have a car key, my truck key, and I have my um, house key. Three, That's it. Three keys. That's it. So then you, you so you have two key rings when you go to school. Yes. Oh. And my Harley has actually my Harley has two on it because I have a lock that goes on it. Also, right. I don't even have a house key on there. Probably should. That yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> I can get into when the you, garage when you jump on the Harley. You ain't going home, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. You're trying to get away. So cool. So what well, else? James Spader and James Spader uh, in uh, Sex Lies and Videotape. A terrible movie. Well, I, I agree. I saw it at Sundance. <laughs> I remember walking out of it, and GW was like, "That was the biggest piece of shit." How am I supposed to tell him? Did that, you Did you walk out of it? Uh, did you watch it all? We watched the whole thing oh. because he's like, you know, James Spader's his friend. He's like, you know, we, mm-hmm. we had to watch it. GW uh, Bailey from uh, the Closer and yeah, uh, well, Major he, Crimes. Yeah, and I believe he did a film with him. Is why he knew him. Anyway, so we're walking. He's like, "That's one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen." Blah blah blah. Ends up winning. GW Bailey and the Secretary. James Spader spanks <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> That'd be hot. be an interesting movie. I'd watch it because I, I know GW and Martin, so I would just <laughs> be like, see how this uh, is going to turn right. out. Uh. Mm. So anyway, James Spader in the movie talks about how he only, he only wants one key. I one like key that. to his life? Yeah, just one key. And I'm like, that'd be awesome. Like I could uh, get my house key, the same key to my car key. I would totally be on top of that. Which I probably, I mean, realistically probably could, but I don't know how much it would cost. We're, we're not far away from that, though. Uh, I mean, right now you can do the smartphone keys. I know that. Right. The, your phone can access a whole bunch of stuff. And I think we'll, we're a couple of years away from being there completely. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because cars right now are proximity keys. Right. So you just have to link that to a, an app, a cell phone or something of some sort. And then uh, your house, they do it for homes. You, you can, if your cell phone can unlock your house. Uh, so, yeah. What if you lose your cell phone? Is there um, a fail safe? There is. Is it still keyed? It's a, a code. It's like a combination that is on the locks as well. Uh, kind of like my garage door. So you get, yeah, it's also in case the battery fails or something like that. So your house would have, every lock would have like normal locks like you currently do. They would, ooh, we can hear that truck go by. Would have normal locks that you can uh, use your cell phone on, but then one of your locks would also be could have a manual option. That would make sense. So you can't get locked out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get into my own house. Yeah, you can dogs. Get, you let can me buy in. Stuff at Home Depot now, um, and then even like Verizon FiOS, I know has like Smart Home, and I think so does ADT. Whatever they're all ADT. Yeah, ADT. Yeah, ADT. Where you can unlock the house from any internet connection or whatever with the smartphone. Hmm. So yeah, we're, we're, we'll get there where, One key where you have no keys and no credit. I just cards. want a chip in me. How's that? I just I, need a chip. I am down with the chip. I, people are afraid of government. I'm, I fucking, I got a chip in my dog. I got both my dogs. 
Why not? I That's mean, right. I put a chip in my wrist. When I go to pay for something, I swipe my wrist. Fucking A. I'm done. Walk into the doctor's office, you know, if you're unconscious somewhere and they need to know your medical history, fuck it. What's, what do I care? What the fuck do I give a shit if the FBI and the CIA knows how many times I jerk off a day? I don't give a fuck. I, I mean, who cares? But people are, oh, you know, Big Brother is watching. I don't know what the fuck you're doing that you can't, that Big Brother can't see what you're doing. Well, there's a thing on that after the Boston um, bombings, the marathon, people talk about the cameras and should we have more cameras in public? And people are like, no, we shouldn't do that because Big Brother's watching. I'm like, but what are you doing in those street, those city busy streets? I mean, okay, they're not putting one in my house, but right. if they put them in busy thoroughfares, who cares? What are you doing that's so bad? Right. But how many people, what, there's a joke, I'm going to fuck it up, but there's a joke about Facebook in that uh, the, the government, you know, tried to infiltrate our lives and all of this stuff, but the government is really behind Facebook. They just kind of gave it to us as something for free. <laughs> That's right. And we went ahead and told everybody everything. This we is everything I'm doing. Yeah, yes. yeah. This is where I am right now. This is a picture of what I'm eating right now. This is who I'm with right now. I mean, we've put the information out there. It, it could be found. It's so, which is what in the last podcast I talked about, uh, an idea of a movie of killing congressmen and how you can track who their spouse or who their, who their you know, best are. friends are and stuff like that. It's, it's just not hard to do today. Uh, most people say that they don't want big brother watching them. It's just a matter of principle. I say bullshit. I say you're probably jerking off to like, you know, child Asian porn mags with grandparents. Why do you have to go Asian? Fucking weird. Um, Cause their food is weird. So they must be <laughs> their food is fucking weird. I was watching. Uh, I, I just said, I've said fuck a lot right now. I usually don't. Um, I was watching how it's made and they were like, how it's made sushi, which I thought they're really stretching it now. <laughs> we <laughs> look at stuff. We're just like sushi, but I was interested. The little bamboo mat um, kind of like, my placemats here to roll sushi in and they, you know, they roll it in seaweed and rice and there's raw fish and fucking cucumbers sliced in a certain way. At first they like peel the cucumber. So the cucumber gets laid out as like something flat and then chop it into sticks. And when they peeled it, I was like, well, this is neat. What are they going to do with this? You could like fucking now take a peeled cucumber and make a wrap like a burrito of something. But no, then they chop it in sticks so it gives out the flavor. And anyway, the entire time I'm looking at this and I'm like, fucking sushi and Japanese food is fucking weird. It's strange. <laughs> it's not the cat that they eat. You know, it's it's not, the sushi. It's not caveman food. I mean, burgers, steaks, you know, the, the Indians, the cavemen, whatever, they went out there, they fucking killed it. They put it over a fire, cooked it, and Barbecue. ate it. Barbecue. <laughs> what the fuck were the Japanese thinking when they were like raw fish with... Uh, see, I mean, it's got to take technology to make that and fucking seaweed. seaweed. Have you ever rat. eaten seaweed? No, but that the, stuff is nasty. The, it, it looks like it's going to be nasty. But it like, how did the Japanese cavemen manufacture something that makes a flat fucking seaweed pressed paper, whatever the hell it is? It, and then you they, you wet your hands before you touch the rice, so the rice doesn't stick to your hands. And then, however, the rice is special. Oh, the fucking wasabi in the center. I just it's crazy. There's no way that this is like an ancient food. Um, it makes so much more sense to just you look out. Maybe they had a lot of time. They didn't have all the social networking and stuff like <laughs> that. What do you want to do? Up. I don't know. Let's see what we can build. They had to really think it. They were like, we won't be like stupid Americans. They just shoot it and put it on fire. Why did I go to that voice? 
<laughs> is that what Asian sound like? I don't know. That sounded like Native American, How actually. Sound? How can I make this really <laughs> that's, bad? That's right. We don't want to go to... <laughs> we just gonna We don't want to show There's something. There's some profiling going now on. Now I just went Mexican. I don't know where I am. Uh, anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? And there goes fuck again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We got so so sidetracked. Uh, keys on. and key and yeah, credit cards and James Brady. Yeah, I'm wanting to be chipped. There we go. I, I'm totally down with being chipped. And the credit card, I love the tattoo. That. I want is a QR code. I just want to be able scannable. <laughs> a QR. Um, that might be actually. I mean, well, that's the future of technology for. Uh, but there's some awesome designs. It doesn't have to look like normal QR code. There's some really cool designs out there. What What do you mean? Like, it's still like, blocks. It's still a QR code. Yeah, but if you look up, I forgot the site, but there are some really cool, creative QR codes that you're like, oh, that's a QR code. And you're like, oh, it totally works. Um, QR codes are very interesting. It's, that's what makes uh, Redbox possible. I don't Have you ever rented from Redbox mm-hmm. yet? The You couldn't do it with a regular barcode scanner. I mean, you could, but it would be kind of hard because the way the lines would move around the center of the disk. But the little blocks, the QR codes, uh, makes it uh, fully scannable. That's what I want to be, fully scannable. You want to be fully, yeah. I think the chip that we stick in the dogs far better than, uh, you know, a tattoo. What if you get burned? I guess if you get burned far enough down to the chip, then you're fucked. But so maybe we need two chips, one in our foot and one in our hand or some shit. Um, but we, I, hey, just in case, it's only a flesh wound. Come on. I bought I bought some stuff today, and people are asking me cash or credit card. I'm like, what the fuck is cash? A credit <laughs> card? Right? Of course, a credit card. I mean. I pay with everything for my with my American Express. I get one percent cash back. I pay the fucker off every month, so I don't pay any interest on it, which most people don't do, and you shouldn't live that way, Michael. <laughs> thanks, thanks for for singling me out. <laughs> but it and the other ninety nine point nine percent of America. Yeah, it, well, I don't think the percentage is that high anymore because we had a total economic collapse. Ninety eight percent. Uh, it dropped one percent. Yeah. <laughs> After they filed bankruptcy, they got credit cards. And exactly. Now I'm, dead again. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't go back to that. To that light. I used to be. I used to. Shit. I ran up sixty, sixty-eight thousand dollars in debt before I filed bankruptcy. However, decade over a decade ago. And then I've been a cash person since then, or a pay in full person. Because yeah, mine's not that bad. My, my student loans are more. Uh, well, mine wasn't either. Um, I knew I was going to file bankruptcy. So, uh, I think the statute of limitations is out. Publicly <laughs> one about of this. The, uh, once I decided that one of our five listeners just happens to be, yeah. And you know, and it was the American way it's harder now, but definitely at the time that I did it 10 plus years ago, my brother had filed bankruptcy. My father filed bankruptcy and I looked at them and I was like, God, you really didn't do this right you should charge up all your cards. And I had a bunch of credit cards and every day I would go into the bank and whatever the limit was like on a Citibank card, you could take out a $1,200 cash advance. I'd walk in a bank of America and I'd take 1200 on this card, 1500 on that card, whatever. I just lay the cards out and they would give it to me. And that was the max for the day. And I did that day after day and went from invested in cocaine, which was popular at the time. We were like, I want to say we were like uh, 40,000 in debt before that. And then I think I brought it up to like 68,000 and filed bankruptcy and walked into, I paid an attorney $700. I had to pay him cash, but you know where the cash comes from. (laughs) Um, I asked him, I was like, do you take credit cards? No. And I found out beforehand you had to, yeah, 
you had to go three months from your last charge to file bankruptcy on it. This was way back then. Whatever, it doesn't matter. There was right. rules and the gifts. They can't kick it back. Yeah, there was shit like that. Um, and I went into court. At the time, I had the business. I had the billiard store with my dad. And the judge had asked about the pool tables. And I said, well, yeah, you know, there's like seven of them in there. 50% of them are mine. Uh, and felt that that was an asset. And somehow, I don't know, he, he just talked about it in court. And when I walked out, I had asked my attorney, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? He's like, I don't know. We don't know. We'll see what the judgment is. And the judgment was nothing. He didn't end up doing anything about it. He just fucking, I charged off 68 grand. So you actually went to court then? Oh, yeah. I went, it, I went See, when I, I filed, I, there was a big building, a bunch of, a room with a bunch of people. You filed around at the time I did. Yeah, like did a year or two later, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I wasn't smart like you did. I didn't take all the money out. I think you, if I remember correctly, you were already tapped out and you couldn't get any more credit That's cards. That's probably true. <laughs> you hadn't. College years it. were good. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, go on. Uh, yeah. So I went into a table there. So a guy wasn't a judge. It was, uh, I forget what he was called, but sets it like a, a table and you set across from him. He's, he looks at it. So what's this? What's this? Um, all right. Bye. And then signs off on it. He's, that was pretty much the extent of it. It took me all like 15 minutes, if that. Oh, what do they call him? Uh, yeah, he's who I sat, stood in front of as well. I mean, I called him a judge, but you're right. It's a... Uh, I can't think of the name, but he was just uh, some guy. He's not a judge. Just sits there. It wasn't even like a courtroom. At least mine wasn't a courtroom. It was just a table. Ours, yeah, mine was uh, an office and a table yeah. as well. Um, but I've gone to arbitration before, and even though it's an arbitrator, I call him a judge because you're going to... Whatever they're... Uh, they're verdict is or judgment is you have to you're going to adhere to it because you can't you're not going to spend the money to go to court um i do remember asking i don't remember what i bought at the time he's like so what's this for i'm like it was a gift and what was this for oh it was a gift right <laughs> and i i had said that too uh nothing they can oh, do about trustee. it. trustee that's it um and that's the scam with our bankrupt system uh polychrome pictures who was kisses and caroms uh, distributor to Warner Brothers, the liaison. Polychrome Pictures went belly up and filed bankruptcy. And I was one of the creditors, so I went into court on that and learned more about how the bankruptcy process works. The trustee takes over the assets and all the money that the trustee can uh, re-get, the trustee takes a percentage of. So it's in the trustee's interest to try and recoup as much money as they can, but their base fees are such that almost nobody else ever gets money. So it's kind of a scam system the way that bankruptcy works. If you are a creditor, unless you're a big creditor and you have the lion's share, you're never going to see anything. And if there's no real assets, the little assets will get sold off and the trustee will suck it all up. And that's why you have those corporations who will be, I'll settle your loan for that's, 30 yeah. cents on the dollar. Right, right. Because the big creditors know that's all they're going to get. That's all they're with. ever going to get, yeah. Um, so, yeah, QR codes and uh, credit cards on cell phones. And I don't know, James Spader made – actually, it wasn't James Spader's fault. I mean, James Spader just got paid to be in Soderbergh's shitty sex lies and videotape. And I don't understand how it won. It was not a very good film. It it wasn't. Although what's her name I thought was really pretty. Um I can't think of her name now. Have you, well, you know, well, you probably haven't seen the movie since you saw it in Sundance. Uh, I think I've seen it once since then. Yeah, she's she's wearing, if I remember correctly, she's like from, her clothes are like fully 80s clothes. Well, she's yeah, but she's, she was a model. I, well, she, she still is a model. Um, 
Can't think of what their name is. From Groundhog's Day also. Can't think of her name. Um, let's see. Sex, lies, video. And videotape. Andy McDowell. There we go. Andy McDowell. Yeah. She was, she was the love interest in Good Will Hunting, didn't she? Uh, good question. Don't know. You can IMDb that. I think so. 1989. That's the thing about this movie. Uh, Groundhog Day, Andy McDowell. Uh, this predates Clerks. This predates uh, El Mariachi. So back in 1989, there was no digital video. So simply the ability to uh, capture an hour and 30 minutes on film and have people talking in sync was enough to garner awards, yeah. which is why. And there wasn't much to it. It was a lot of it took place in the apartment that he was renting. Oh yeah. It's all like in the fucking, it's, yeah, it's so bad. Um, shitty movie. Shitty <laughs> but I got I to go to Sundance. And I, I remember the experience of Sundance. There's like no sex. I don't know who's lying. I mean, the whole script is a fucking lie, right? Cause <laughs> maybe that's what it's about. Transformers isn't it's, real. It's um, not. No, apparently not. What? I heard. I mean, I could be wrong. I hope you are. Someone I talked to someone today about Transformers, one of the guys that I work with, and he hated hates the fucking just hates the movies. But he was talking about Transformers Two, which had the uh, two hip hop uh, cars. Do you remember ah, that? Yes, that I do. The ones from the, and, the Japanese cars, it, but like DJ cars, or right? Something. But they, he claimed that it was just so racist that they talked like, uh, you know, hip hop and they uh, were hunched over like monkeys and like moved around like monkeys. And he, and he gone and he went into this whole thing about, you know, it being very offensive to black people. And when he was in the theater, there was a black couple with their kids in front of him. And, you know, they were just their heads shaking their heads and their heads dropped at like when these people, when these cars came on. And I remember those cars being in ghetto, but the funny thing is, is I didn't go, oh, those cars are black people. I was like, oh, they're representative of the hip hop culture. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go black. <laughs> when I see somebody sagging their pants, first thing I think is idiot, and the second thing I think <laughs> is your damn pants yeah, hip hop. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is with the sagging of the pants. I didn't know what it was when we were younger and people did it. Well, um, apparently it wasn't. It the, it started to let people know in prison that yeah. you're ready to go. Yes, in prison you're ready to fuck. Yep. And how that became a gangster thing. <laughs> That's right. I, well, if only the high school kids today knew exactly what that meant. It's up to you as a teacher to make sure that they do. Uh, maybe I should. You yeah. You should spread the word. Maybe put up posters around the school. I think I can do that. Uh, Have with, ASB do it. Like the back of an inmate, an orange jumpsuit. And you can see his pants sagging and say, and then the words open. Yeah. <laughs> open for uh, business with what the origination of sagging was Uh silly, silly thing to do anyhow. Yeah. So this guy was freaked out by <laughs> how racist that was. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> uh, nope. Um, I did not see it. And then he also, we talked about Lincoln with this guy and he also said that uh, Lincoln was just a white man's apology. So apparently he has some racial issues or whatever. <laughs> and to which I was like, he's like, it's a two hour white man's apology. And I was like, I didn't really see it that way. But you know, the Africans did sell their people, which I think is worse than purchasing. That's true. Like, 
This go, guy's not good enough. Take him. Going out into the fields, plucking people out, capturing them, putting them on a boat, and sending to them To know over. what's going to happen to them. It's not like, hey, I'm picking you to go win the lottery. <laughs> right. So I know where you're going. Sending their asses over seems way worse than being on the buying end. Like, because right, I'm just purchasing what someone's given me. The fucker showed up at the dock. It's like if, buying stuff done at the sweatshop, right? If, I'll, I'll buy guest stuff if I have to. Oh, I, yeah. I don't care who made it. I don't care. I mean, hey, I, I keep tons of seven-year-old Chinese children in business and their families. I don't give a shit. Exactly. And it's the same thing, right? Mostly Chinese girls, though. Because, you know, girls are useless. So oh, that's true when they're, yeah, they'll have like, if a family has three or four girls and one boy, as the girls are seven, eight years old, they send them to these, uh, their camps, sort of their, uh, factory camps. And then the girls make our, you're going to summer camp, dear. Yeah. They Enjoy. live there because it costs too much to go back and forth, like to the rice paddies. There's a documentary I watched back when we were in doing the, uh, porn stuff, Budweiser. Uh, about Mardi Gras and where the Mardi Gras beads come from. And that was uh, probably the most telling look into our, the way things and, are made. And in we China. trade them for boobs. Uh, and yeah, these 10 cents yeah. beads then become uh, boobs. Um, what I a should, great world. I should fucking look this up before I talk about it. Um, totally should. Cause this is a great bait radio. You should, radio. yeah, you should, you should wing it. You should talk <laughs> about something. Uh, heaven, you're, you're going to be leaving soon. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be leaving. Heaven. So I have a 20 year old daughter who's going to be watching the house and the pool and the yard and the two, three dogs. And uh, I'm not so sure how that's going to work out. Uh, I thought about putting the cameras in, not necessarily inside the house. Don't know, want to know what's going on inside the house, but the outside to see who's going in and out. But I don't know. That, that idea was kind of squashed by somebody, but I think it's a great idea. That by way, somebody. Yeah. I, I squashed that idea. It totally it was you. Heaven squashed that idea? No. Carrie did. Carrie's like, I don't want that. Whatever. I thought it'd be a good idea. That way to be able to tell exactly what's going on and if my pool is green or not. I know it's going to be. Pools are a pain in the ass. Well, if the pool turns green, then she can't really use it. Well, yeah, but then it's going to turn green Hold and on. she's going to be, oh, I'm going to use the pool up the street that she uses all the time anyway. Same thing oh. I did when I was that age. I never used my own pool. I Who, went up, who's up the street? Uh, it's a, an association. You're, so they have a big pool, a big spa, and everyone kind of hangs out. It's far enough away from all the other houses. So I don't have to worry about anybody. It's not your association, though. You don't no. belong to an association. No, we have. They, like we used to jump the fence. Heaven has friends who actually live there. Oh, okay. So they, so can, she they has, have the key. She has a key or something yep. to it. Uh, where? How far up is that? Where yeah. the fuck is the association near your house? The, all the houses behind me on the other side. Oh, there, all that. Yeah, so okay. up above, there's there's one there, but the bigger one is if you go all the way to to where Calgary Dead ends. Mm-hmm. There's one there. Gotcha. Anyway, so anyway, yeah, I don't know what to do about that. We'll see. Daniel's staying down in San Diego so that he can get a job because he, he wants not, to be he wants to be a DJ there. So he's going to get two jobs actually. Wait a minute. He wants to be a radio DJ or no, a club DJ? Club DJ. Well, there's more money in that than there is in radio DJs these days. <laughs> so that's the good news. Yeah. Whatever. Tell it, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, well, but that's just it. You've got, you know, I mean, Kevin and Bean make a decent amount of money. Mark and Brian used to, uh, I'm sure who took over for Mark and Brian, Heidi and, Heidi and Frank, Frank do okay. But I bet they're not, I don't think they're raking it in. They're no, not they're, doing as well as Mark and Brian. They're not doing it as well as Kevin no, and Bean. No, absolutely not. Um, they're probably making no, Mark it and Brian in. had the market, had the LA market in the morning. So uh, they were making good money. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know what the ratings are. I mean, Kevin and Bean have been around just as long as Mark and Brian. 
So I'm sure they both make good money. I'm sure. Well, if, if was it Kevin or Bean who lives in Seattle, doesn't even work in LA. He calls it. He, the he has broad- a studio in his house. He, he doesn't live out here. He doesn't go to work out here. So when I'm listening to him in the morning, he's in Seattle. Yeah. Really? You didn't know that? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he has his own studio. So he's, he's just off. talking from there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty neat thing. No, because it's radio. Do you need to be right next to the person? Um, I mean, I like your eyes, so I, I like, like your yeah, eye contact. Like <laughs> yeah, I was just going to mention that about yours, which I guess through all this gear, that's pretty much all we see when we look across each other. Uh, so are we done with heaven? I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know. She did okay here. I chlorinated the shit out of the pool in the spa when I got back, though, because who knows what the hell they were doing in it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the house the house was fine. But then again, this is my house and not your house. Uh, exactly. And there's, so. there's the problem. I'm, everyone's going to be coming over. I'm like, you know, it's not like it's, I'm, I'm afraid of you and your friends. I trust your friends. It's like, hey, this is my buddy John from work. Can you come over also? And well, your buddy John has this person so and so. Hey, you know, there's someone going on over here. At some point, I'm afraid it's going to get out of hand with all the people that she doesn't know. Well, I don't know why you would think that. I mean, it's not like heaven ever exercises poor judgment. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not like she ever does anything uh, legal. Yeah, that's right. I think there's still blood on the wall from the last party she had. Yeah, no. No, no yeah. nothing like that. She's very responsible. Absolutely. Always sober. Uh, almost got fired from her job again. For what? Not again. What, uh, so, what can you possibly do at Radio Shack to get fired? Uh, well, let's see. She was three hours late from opening the store. Yeah, that's a problem. So she got in at five o'clock in the morning. Wait a minute. What? She woke up or she went to bed at five o'clock in the morning. Was supposed to open at nine and or nine thirty. Was she the only opener? Yes. So the store didn't open until twelve thirty. Uh, no, I think someone else came in at eleven or something like that. Oh, yeah. And there's a conference call she's supposed to take also in the morning. For what? I don't know. Hmm. They do conference calls. I have no idea what that's all about. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Nope, it isn't. Is does Heaven ever listen to her podcast? Yeah, she does. Bad girl, bad girl. <laughs> Especially if now, if you tag it as Heaven's bad judgment, <laughs> if I put, be, what, what am I going to listen her in to? The synopsis. Um. So, in so, what else has she done? Oh, to almost to, get fired. Yeah. There? Oh, and, and then two days later, which it was her fault, but not her fault. Was just uh, her schedule got changed, but there was one day that didn't change. So she thought she was coming in to close, and it turns out she was supposed to be there to open. Yeah, that's her fault. Yeah, but, it, but you know, it's, it's understandable. We've all looked at her schedule and go, oh, you know. It just so happened it was two days after her missing work for three hours. But I've done that. I've, I've looked, well, not now because I know my schedule. Right. But, <laughs> I'm like, how do you not get your <laughs> high school teaching geez, schedule correct? What time do I have to be there today? I think I'm closing. <laughs> I'm closing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but it. Uh, you know, uh, things like that do happen, especially if, if you ask and, you know, they change the schedule up and you just think that everything gets changed. I can see that. That happens. And she's like, on the first one, she's like, oh, should I create a story? What should I do? Uh, you know, and she's like, you know, because the other guy's like, oh, you got to come up with really good stories so you don't get fired. I'm like, you just need to take responsibility. You just need to say, I can come up with a story. I can tell you what happened, but ultimately it's my fault. I'm like, the yeah. the, the boss is going to go. All right. At least you you're not trying to blame it on somebody else. If Far you say, way yeah, to go. exactly. That's so those out there listening, just take responsibility. Because no matter I if you say yeah. my power was out, whatever, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it's not. It, just take responsibility. That's what I told her. She said that's what she did. She's not, like, that's all you do. Is, yep. Yeah. I can feed you a line of BS, but ultimately it's my fault and I was wrong. That's how. You, well, that's how you get out of a ticket too. 
That's true. Cop pulls you over and, you know, just, yeah, I was speeding. Don't ask him what I, what was I doing? You know what you're <laughs> fucking doing. Sorry, officer, I was speeding. I'm a total idiot. That's right. You I never just, answer the question. Do you know how fast you're going? Because they write that down. <laughs> so if they when they ask you that question, you you say no. But I'm I'm probably I'm sure he's probably speeding, and I apologize for that. I the last few times I've gotten out of the ticket by doing what I explain in kisses and caroms, calling myself an idiot, saying that I was wrong. Um, one yeah, of you never things, say I'm running late for work or no no I'm all I just uh, usually I'm like I'm a fucking idiot. I just wasn't paying attention. I just yeah I ended up, I guess I was speeding. I was just flooring it. I don't know. Just a fucking idiot. I'm just stupid. Just keep calling yourself names. They like that. Jesus, I'm such um, an idiot. God. But the other thing that I've done. Cotton headed ninny muggins. And it's been a while, but you know how, you know when you're racing down the freeway and you blaze by the cop and you know and you're like, shit, and the uh, lights go on. Exactly. Uh, That's right. You slow down because you already know. You're like, you oh, I'm going to start moving over. <laughs> what I start, yeah, exactly. What I start doing is I pull over before they catch up to me. I've done that. And then they come up to me and they say, why'd you pull over? Well, because I blew past you. I knew you were going to pull me over. And they appreciate that, and I don't get a ticket. I'm like, why make you chase me down? Do that. Stick your hand. I always stick my hands out the windows. I turn on the dome light and <laughs> stick my hands out the windows, and then, they're, then they'll ask me that. They're like, why are you doing that? I'm like, you got a tough job, man. You approach vehicles, and you never know what the hell you're coming upon. So I just figure it's safe for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll get out of tickets. Just respect the officer. Call yourself a moron, and you'll be fine. Unless, you know, it's dicks who get tickets. You never, and this is what I think is just amazing about fucking particularly teenagers. No teenager, no person in the history of the world has ever gotten out of a ticket by arguing. <laughs> by being like, fuck you. I was not speeding, you stupid pig. I was you only going 56 me. and a 55. Like, do you really right. It's think, my taxes that pay your. Yeah, my taxes pay your salary. You really think a cop's going to go, oh, you know what? I'd never thought of that. <laughs> it's the first I've heard of it. You're Let's right. Go grab a donut. I'll let you go. Like that shit is never going to fucking work. It's so stupid. Anyway, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this. I got an interesting thing here. Uh, an ambitious project to establish a human colony on Mars. Have you heard about that? I have heard about that. Yes. Has attracted applicants from tens of thousands of would-be astronauts. Just two weeks after applications open. The mission, a private venture by a Dutch nonprofit organization, Mars One, aims to send a crew to the red planet in 2022. And due to the physiological, that's a weird word with a P there, uh, physical, physiological change in human body after a stay on Mars, there'll be no coming back. That hasn't deterred people, though. So far, over blank people have applied to become one of Mars' first immigrants. Company is expecting blank applicants. We'll talk about that. How many? Uh, by the time application closes on August 31st, this is turning out to be the most desired job in history. Um, You're like the Christopher Columbus going out there discovering a planet. Day-to-day life on Mars would be no picnic. The organization says the daily routine on the planet would involve construction, work on the colony, installing greenhouses, for example, maintenance of the settlement systems, and research into Mars climate, geology, unbreathable air, average temperature in the planet is around minus 58 degrees Fahrenheit. It's beautiful. Um, Let's see. Gone in the days when bravery... 
In addition to people skills, successful applicants must be good fundraisers too. <laughs> Mars One plans to raise much of the mission's six billion dollar estimated cost through a reality TV show following the applicants as they undergo preparations for the one way trip to Mars. For they've, eight years, you're following these people. They've got a little way to way to go yet. Uh, though, as of April 29th, the money raised through donations and merchandise stood at $84,000. How many people do you think applied? I'm going to go with 50,000. 78,000 people. How many do you think the company expects? They expected overall, like by, by August how, 31st? Yeah, how many? Uh, my guess is probably 250,000. Half a million. Uh, a couple of things that aren't in this article, but I heard about it, is that the trip to Mars takes nine months. They're looking for four people to make the maiden voyage. It's a one-way trip. You're not coming back. And when you get to Mars, you can't you can't immediately colonize. Like you need things need to be brought there. And I don't know. However, they start constructing a space station. There's no uh, suits. I guess I don't think that allow for. Uh, planet walking and stuff like that as of yet. So you are taking a nine month journey in a tiny spaceship where you will spend all the time sitting down. So four people imagine this, and it is a good reality show for at least a little while Four people sitting side by side, or maybe sitting like the lunar lander fate or the uh, Apollo facing each other. So like dinner table style for nine months. So you shit pee, eat, how are you doing? Hey, and that's just it. I mean, you're you're going to go fucking crazy. Well, number one, it's going to be painful because you can't. You're not going to get any exercise, so your body, your muscles are going to atrophy in that time. And that's part of when you arrive. You ain't going to be able to do well, shit. Well, they got to have something on the ship. I mean, even the space shuttle, it's has, a, is big enough for you to be able to move around and walk around. They got to have something where you the problem is is that's the space shuttle, and that is a NASA government funded thing this is a private organization trying to do it on the indie level trying to do it cheap they're not sending a space shuttle they're sending like a little fucking it's well, we like, all know if it's independent it's going to be better than government and everything that's independent is usually better than anything the government can make um yeah i don't know i mean the post office and nasa kind of fly against that well post office that is true most of the time Private. FedEx has done pretty well. FedEx has, but FedEx also doesn't send a letter from uh, Los Angeles to New York for 44 cents and get it there two days later. Oh, that is true. Um, but FedEx doesn't pretty amazing. Doesn't get a lot of taxes. I mean, a lot, not, a lot of people don't think about that, but it's pretty fucking amazing that 50 people bitch about postage going up, but that letter to travel that quickly is pretty pretty it's amazing right. three days you mail it up monday gets there friday yeah and even in, in california you drop something in the mail and it makes it to anywhere else in california in the same or the next day uh for 50 cents that's pretty cool anyway that the post office you know runs pretty efficiently and nasa ran so efficiently that is now debunked well didn't run efficiently but wouldn't have that's the problem is the the cost of space travel is so astronomical. But NASA, I believe, is also a private organization. Uh, or in, Well, so is the post office in a way. It's a, it, it runs on its own, and it uh, generates its own revenue from stamps, which is why they sell it. NASA doesn't generate its own revenue. 
It doesn't, I think. Uh, but I think NASA was actually a private organization. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but I believe it was. Um, but there was, there's no money in it. I mean, we were in a race uh, with other countries, Russia, to make it in an outer space. There's no payment. I mean, there's no, like... And how many animals did we lose up there? I mean, you have to think about how to monetize it. Can you put, instead of an American flag on the moon, can you put an AT&T flag there or a, a fra- Facebook flag? And MTV what is, flag? What is Facebook willing to pay for that? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, even Virgin Intergalactic or whatever it's called hasn't gotten off the ground yet. So Only $10,000 a ticket, though. And without NASA. And you come back on look, that one. Without NASA, this podcast wouldn't exist. I mean, we wouldn't have satellites That's in outer true. space. We wouldn't have fiber optics. We wouldn't have your GPS and your cell phone, all the technology that you know we take that we love today. It comes from NASA. Um, Tang, we wouldn't fucking have Tang. Does anybody even know what Tang mm, is Tang. anymore? Uh, so I don't know. I mean, we spent a lot of money on it, but it, it's one of those things that I think that uh, as a government, I mean, it's certainly where I would I would rather see my tax dollars go to NASA than. Um, assigning one teacher in a public school to teach one autistic kid. What's wrong with that? It's fucking <laughs> crazy, which you used to do. I used to. Um, one teacher, one kid. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous. So anyway, 78,000 people. I heard that you had to pay. This doesn't say that you have to pay, but that they were looking for applicants who could put up $40,000 each or $30,000 each to take the trip to help offset what do you need money for their expenses well that's just it so what do you <laughs> you're gonna die you're you're yeah you're purchasing anything up there is there a mars gift right. store what so, can i send back exactly so seventy-eight thousand people uh willing to pay thirty thousand each to go to mars and die so i thought this would make a great movie like what if we made a movie about earth 2 where the government all the governments got together it became a big conspiracy we would find out it's a conspiracy at the end. But uh, they advertised videos and Was stuff that the spoiler on spoiler alert? Yeah, that's I spoiled my story, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to fucking give you the whole story anyway. Uh, there would be ads and stuff on TV of, you know, go to Earth 2, take the journey to Earth 2. And you'd see all these beautiful pictures and this lush forest. You know, we need to thin out the population. We need to send people to Earth Two, who's willing the cost of a ticket like Virgin Atlantic, I think is a quarter of a million. And they've got a bunch of people who have signed up for that. So get people. Uh, there's to, only $10,000 a ticket. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. The Intergalactic uh, only $10,000 a ticket. Cause on my salary, I thought cost. about purchasing a couple. Uh, well you could charge it. No, uh, Virgin Galactic spaceship, two ticket price going up to $250,000 slated. Oh, it's a jump of 25%. So it's going from 200,000 to 250,000. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, I thought, so I thought they were- 200 grand and we will take you to earth too. And it will make earth Two look just like this beautiful, gorgeous place. It's like in, in the running man, when they show uh, the winners in, you know, Hawaii and all that nice shit and everything like that. So you would get America's top 1%, which everybody apparently hates anyway, uh, spending money to go to Earth 2, and they'd be boarding the planes, and we're just looking to you know, send the elite there and all that other shit. And obviously thousands of people would sign up. But then the conspiracy is what we discover is this is Earth 2, and we're killing all those fuckers. <laughs> They're actually going nowhere. We're taking their money, killing them, Goodbye. thinning out population, and we stay here at what now becomes the lush green Earth because we got rid of a bunch of fucking idiots. That and makes sense. Apparently, there's a bunch of fucking idiots who are willing to go to 
Mars on their last trip. Yeah, I, I, we talked about that in my class, and I'm like, I can't go because I love food. I, you know, uh, I love steak. I love food. Um, you're but, a foodie. No, I'm not like. I know I don't have to go do. I, but I, you know, if I, I, you're going up there to Mars, there's a lot of things you ain't having up there. You're not taking a cow up there to, you know, you're having whatever MREs are around. Right, right. You're you're eating. I, I'm food. not. I'm yeah. Dehydrated food. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm a total foodie. You got to go to the food drugs, but I, I just like food. I like the taste of food, so I think the MREs would would deter me from going. You're, so you're not going to Mars because the MREs. The yeah. death is okay, but the MREs. That's, well, that would be death also, right? <laughs> I mean, this is what I get to live on this peanut butter. So if you had the opportunity, if you had the opportunity to go to the space station for a year and come back, but you had to eat MREs, dehydrated ice cream, you wouldn't do it? No, for a year, yeah. Oh, okay. You're just you're we're talking about the rest of my life. How long am I going to live on Mars? The next thirty years? No, you're going to live on Mars for nine months. You arrive and die. I mean, that's pretty much it. Well, you don't know. You're not going to die right when you arrive on Mars. It's a nine month trip. You sit down. You're fucking. Your muscles aren't <laughs> I can't there. Move. There's no coming back. Like you're you're dead. You're fucked. Well, they got to have something. They got to have cycles or something for you to be keeping your legs and arms going, just like they I do in the space station. I think it's the monkey trip. It's it's more about. Uh, being Let's able to see if we can get them there. Yeah. See if we can get them there. Uh, sending the images back, uh, seeing what happens to them and how they deal with the atmosphere and all that. I think it's the monkey trip. It's, and you're, you and it would be on PC it. to send a monkey. Uh, plus is it like, I said, send I thought, the humans, they paid for it. Do it. That's just it. They paid for it. So. Uh, when we talked about it, we talked about sending prisoners. Oh, you know, they're going to die anyway. Well, I got no problem with that. Exactly. Let's just send them up. Let's see what happens. I want to fucking kill prisoners anyway, even though this is the most popular podcast in San Quentin. (laughs) Um, There goes our following. Yeah, there goes our following. Damn it. Um, I, I, yeah, I would, I, I have no problem with that. Did you get him? No. (laughs) I'm all for it. Let's go (laughs) ahead and send us, send them up. We let Cy kill some prisoners. Um, so, uh, this there's a new Will Smith movie coming out after Earth, which after kind of Earth, is, yes. yeah you know you know you've seen oh, the well, I've seen the trailer for it yeah um, I was kind of interested in it despite I mean I like Will Smith and his uh, little kid I don't know whatever his Jaden is. is that his name Jaden Jaden uh, who I guess was the best actor for the job he beat out all the other kids who you know weren't good enough to play that part in Will Smith's movie. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, he was, he was, you Come know, on, Dad. he was the best actor for Karate Kid uh, that was produced by Will Smith. Um, clearly, he beat out all the other kids. <laughs> he was really He's good in the Pursuit of Happiness, playing Will Smith, Smith's kid. <laughs> That's also funny. produced by Will Smith. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, I like Will it's Smith. It's in a pattern here. Yeah, and I was kind of interested in the movie. Dad, don't ever die. I will never have a career. You've seen the poster, I'm sure. It's you know in the trailer. It looks good. Uh, today I got an email uh, from like AMC about pre-buying tickets for uh, the opening of After Earth this weekend, the new film by M. Night Shyamalan. That was the first time I heard it was M. Night Shyamalan. I didn't know that either. And that was the moment where I was like, not seeing that. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's the end of After Earth for me. Eh, maybe a Netflix. Maybe. Um, cause you know, I mean, it was already stretching it that I've got two actors and one of them is Jaden. Uh, who's, I, try, and I really like Will Smith. I think he's a very talented I like guy Will Smith too, but I mean, 
I, but this puts him in an action. I don't know if he's necessarily an action star like that. Isn't that what? <laughs> Men in Black. Men in Black uh, no, because Men in Black, I don't uh, think, is like action, action. It's, Independence it, Day. No, it's, I don't know. I, I don't see them as like total action. Like this one seems like action, 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 Asian, action, action, like constant action. I, Robot. Yeah, it was and, that wasn't very action. But and then uh the, maybe one, more, maybe. the one I really like where he's uh New York City and the zombies they're not zombies, they're whatever they are. They're sort of like zombies. Yeah, the, that can't come out. Can't come out in the light. Yeah, when he's got his German shepherd and it's yeah. a good fucking movie. I don't I think of him as an action star. That's what I see, I don't see him as an action star. Mm. Yeah, to me, he's an action. This stuff he's so. usually he's comedy. He's like you know, Men in Black. He's funny. He's not action. He well, I mean, there is some action, but it's not like action, action, action. It's comedy, little action. Well, comedy, little action. I mean, hey, not everybody can be in the Expendables. Well, yeah, I think you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everybody can <laughs> yeah, be in the Expendables. <laughs> They're adding Jet Li and Mila Jovanovic or whatever her name is to the next Expendables. Who doesn't love Mila? She's the the perfect one. Yeah, I don't love Mila. And fucking hated that movie because of that. Just hated it. Just like, how is that the perfect being? Like, and I don't know that brainwashed a whole mess of fucking guys who some reason think that she is hot. I like her. I, I do. Loved her in Joan of Arc. I why would you like her? That chick is way fucking thin and that is not your type. Uh, I, I liked her. I fucking way. Th- I don't even know if she's got eight. And, and she's kind of, and she's, she's kind of odd. She, she's, she's willing odd, to do anything. Man. I mean, there's plenty of movies where she's totally topless. I think she's fully nude in a couple films. She'll uh, just well, that's worth something. Exactly. Uh, do you like uh, uh, Amelie? Mm-hmm. I did like Amelie. No, but I mean, do you like the movie? You, the, the girl. Like a lot of people have a thing. I find that people who, have, who like Mila like that chick from Amelie. Which I, the I chick from Amelie? I'm just like I don't know how you find. I don't remember who it was. I saw the movie. Thought it was cute. How many funny? people find twelve year old boys attractive? Apparently a lot. But Mila, I you know I loved her in Joan Arc. I thought she was awesome in that. Uh, I even like her in Resident Evil stuff. Not that there's much action or anything like that. I mean, it's like dead. It's, it's like Keanu Reeves could play that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Expendables cast. That's right. Um, Jackie Chan, Mila, and uh, the big one that's being added, Nicholas Cage. Really? <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage. I, yeah. You know, I think he could really class up the Expendables. He could really make something out of uh, it. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a draw for me because i got to go in and it's see. It's his kind of movie. That's right. Nick Cage, is you know, he's fun to watch. I mean, he was good in those National Treasure movies. He was. I like Nick Cage. Yeah, like, uh, you know, I... He's Crazy not thing. great, I don't think, but I, he's good. I finally got around to watching uh, Ghost Rider. It was shit, but yeah, I saw the first one. I, I couldn't make the second one. Whatever it was, Spirit something. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. it was shit. But it's Nick Cage being shitty, and it's I don't know, still entertaining. <laughs> it's just fucking Nick Cage. Was it Wild at Hearts? That was the one I liked him in. Of course, Raising Arizona. Uh, Valley Girl, man. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he was on the other from and, the other side of the and mountain. Raising Arizona, yeah. Uh, made in our neck of the woods. Receda here. Cool. What else? What else uh, is new? Uh, a buddy of ours, a mutual buddy, called me today. Uh, we we I was trying to go diving with him. He's like, I can't sell him this furniture. Is, like, this, yeah. is this a guy whose wife I said had a nice ass? No. Oh. No. Right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Is this? It uh, doesn't matter. It's Clint. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, the uh-huh. guy sell, okay. sell, sell him some furniture. 
Okay. He puts it on Craigslist. Yes. He's put, I think he said he's selling it for like 700 bucks. He said within two hours, he got this guy texting him saying, Hey, I want you. Know, I want the furniture. I live. I forgot where he said he lived. He's like, and Clint's like, cool. And the guy's like, well, here's the deal. I'm going to, I'm going to send you a check for $1,500 and I'm going to have some furniture guys pick it up. Does it sound fishy to you? Um, well, does the check clearing before they pick it up? We'll see. There's the thing. <laughs> Apparently there's a phishing scam going on, which he's telling me, he's like, yeah, I got this person doing it, you know, calling me up and you know, want to do this. I'm like, I just read about this. That It's called, it's a phishing scam is what it is. So they'll find stuff on Craigslist and say, Hey, you know, I got to have my buddy, whatever, you know, pick it up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you so much money over and then you can pay them off. So what's going to happen? Or, Anyways, the way, the way it ends up working is that the cashier's check that they give you doesn't clear. So the, the $1,500 that Clint's supposed to get comes out of his account. He ends up giving this fake company $800 to move this furniture. He, Clint still gets furniture, but he's out 800 bucks. Uh, so you deposit the check, but you don't wait for it to clear. Yeah. Well, you deserve to lose the money if you're that fucking dumb. And a lot of people... Uh, I mean, I a bought some. People, I bought shit today, and nobody said, "Will that be cash, credit card, or check?" They said, <laughs> "Cash or credit." You know, who takes a check anymore, except for your mortgage company? Um, all right, so go on, phishing scam. No, I, I, well, I was just reading about that. I was just going. I, he's like, "Yeah, I got this," you know, and this guy's going to send, you know, give me extra money to do it. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right. So I told him the whole story about how people are doing that and getting scammed for you know thousands of dollars out of their own account. Right. Just letting that. That's just so. A, why isn't he going diving with you tomorrow? Does it have anything to do with that? Uh, any connection? No, the <laughs> connection was he was going to sell the furniture to this guy. Oh, and now he's not. Now he's not. Well, and it but turns out, going diving. well, yeah, because he wanted to get rid of the furniture, and the guy was going to pick it up either Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. So that was the reason why he wasn't going to go diving. And then my other buddy has a friend who was going to go with him, and he's like, uh, he he she, he works for the CHP, mm-hmm. and because of the fires we're having out here, all CHP is on for the evacuations. Mm. So he couldn't go. So it's just going to be me and Dave. And we were like, eh, no, just the two of us out there in the ocean. You know, you can't really Dutch router if something happens. Right. <laughs> I got an email today from a couple in the United Kingdom that uh, won the lottery for $11 million. Did they really? Yeah. And they're looking for people to uh, disperse that money to 10 lucky people. And I was chosen to get a half a million bucks. And to prove that it was true, there was a link to a UK uh, website, a UK newspaper, that tells the story of how this couple is giving away the money. So I thought, oh, man, that's really interesting. How they, Where's the scam? What are they fucking doing here? How's, it, how's this working? So, of course, you know, I went to Snoop's and discovered that there is really – the couple is real and the couple is outraged that, you know, they're being used for the scam for this internet scam that's circling, but they're real. So the news stories are there. They did win the lottery and they did say that they were giving it all to charity, which has already been done. The money is gone. They've, they took all the money and got rid of it, which why the fuck did you play the lottery? I mean, you really, you maybe went, they want to make that. That's you wanted to be a winner. Good. You just wanted to be a winner. Oh, yeah. Um, every week you went and you played the lottery. So you could hopefully one day win money. To they give gave it, it to their church to be able to make sure they went to heaven. I guess so. I thought that only cost 10% though, unless you're Catholic, then it's like 50. Uh, my, my grandmother sent, gave a lot of money to the church. Hopefully yeah, your grandmother gave a lot of money. <laughs> That's true. Um, anyway, uh, so they're outraged that they're being used for the scam, but it's the same scam as the Nigerian family. Then you start. So that's not true. The Nigerian family. Uh, you haven't tried it. 
<laughs> I have. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for my money. I gave the Nigerian him, family is. I is gave com- my ten percent. Is compelling because uh, you start to think, all right, fuck it. I'll go down to a bank that you know I don't normally use, and I'll open up an account and put fifty dollars in it, and let's see where this goes. Uh, but you start getting wrapped up in a foreign attorney, I guess, usually from Europe, who because uh, they you know speak English well there. And they start baiting you into stringing you along that, oh, well, we need transferring funds. The money is there. And, you know, as a real attorney or whatever, the money is there, but, you know, we need to transfer the funds and there need, there's a fee and, you know, they get 5000 from you, 10000 a 1000 whatever they can fucking string out of you. If they get 100 bucks out of you, it's, you know. It's 100 bucks for doing that. Right. They send that email to like 100 million people. That's right. Everyone has seen that email. Yes. And multiple times, uh-huh. which is bizarre that it still works, but apparently it still works. <laughs> I don't know. Well, those are the people who need to be up on Mars. And people are fucking stupid and they deserve to have their money taken away from them. What, I mean, yeah. They but just, there are a lot of those phishing, the phishing scams is what they're called. Yes. Uh, fishing because you're, uh, you're fishing for an idiot. I think so. Is that what it is? Uh, I think the better scam, and we may have talked about this, but you've got all the foreclosed homes. So you put ads in the paper and you rent out a house that isn't yours, that belongs to ah, a bank. You, you, we haven't talked about this? No, but I'm, I'm totally for that. I got a bunch of houses in Palmdale I need to rent. And in Palmdale, <laughs> many years ago, back in, uh, what I was in, when did I buy my first house? 94? 92? Something like that. Uh, there was a foreclosure next to me. And the foreclosure got rented out. And the people paid the uh, rent for three months, but then the air conditioner stopped working. And the renter wouldn't call them or the landlord wouldn't call them back. So they stopped paying the rent and they were like, well, they'll, you know, after a while they won't get their check and then they'll call us. And they never called because the scam is, is you send up a PO box or a mailboxes, et cetera. And you get the, you know, first in security. And then you tell them to mail the payment once a month. And if the payment stops being mailed, they don't track you down because they knew they were breaking the law to begin with. Uh, so hmm. it's whatever they collect, they collect. And then eventually the bank, one of their people shows up and is like, you don't belong here. Then they show them a lease and no, and they get evicted. They get uh, kicked out of the house. So that's part of the reason why in this recent wave of foreclosures, a lot of banks left people in the houses because houses that were inhabited we're less likely to get fucked up and caught up in these scams and become a mess. That does make sense. Um, so yeah. And it's, I think it's a great fucking scam. Rent something to someone that ain't yours. Absolutely. I mean, first and last. And, uh, yeah, if I, if I get extra cool, if I don't, well, that's cool too. Yeah. If you know of a house that's exactly, you're going to get the first and last. Yeah. Find a house that, you know, is vacant. You break into it, change the lock. Okay. That just cost you $25. So now when you show up to show people the house, you have a key mm-hmm. you fucking rent it to them. You can go to an uh, office max or whatever and get a, a lease agreement that looks legit. PO box is a great scam. Hmm. You make thousands of dollars pulling the scam. Know what I'm doing this summer. Mm-hmm. Mm. This summer you'll be going to the river. Oh yeah. Renting That's properties right. out there. <laughs> can I do that? All right. On that note, we're an hour in. Well, so, all right then. Uh, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. Um, 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 Mark and Brian used to do a Cessna. Um, uh, that's a Cessna. <laughs>
Uh, so for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com or leave your comments and suggestions on iTunes. Oh, that's what I say first. And then I say for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com. There you go. Peace.